I'm so proud to be Ukrainian. I'm James Zug, and this is Outside the Glass. This is a special edition of Outside the Glass. Usually, we come out with a show on the first day of every month. But what's been happening in Ukraine in the last 10 days uh, has led us to uh, record an interview uh, that we thought would would be uh, particularly appropriate, given what's happened. In June 2018, I spent three nights in Kiev, uh, Ukraine, on a World Squash Federation development tour. It was an amazing visit, a lot of squash, promotional events, news conferences, dinners, tours of the capital. We heard about the political situation, the revolution in 2014, the war in the East. At the squash courts, I met Alina Bushma, who was then one of Ukraine's most promising junior players. And I remember having a long talk with Alina's mother, Ina, about Alina coming to the States and attending university here. That eventually happened, and Alina has been attending Drexel since 2019. As a first-year student-athlete, she won the deciding match in a 4-4 dual match at the 2020 National Teams, beating Jamila Tamer of Penn 3-1, and thus ensuring that the Dragons finished 7th in the nation. Two years later, under very different circumstances, she's done it again, this time ensuring that Drexel would finish at least as high as two in the country. Last weekend at, in the semis of the national teams, the dual match score was four all again when Alina went on court against Trinity's Noran Youssef in the number two match. After two close games, Alina was down two love, but she reeled off the next three to clinch the match in five. John White, Drexel's head coach, told me that it was one of the most extraordinary turnarounds he's ever witnessed. As Alina says here, John told her to take what you deserve. A massive rally ensued on match point when it was 10-5. Alina won the point, screamed, tossed her racket and goggles, shook hands, came off the court and shook hands with the referee. And then she was engulfed by her teammates who were chanting, Bushma, Bushma. It was a really emotional moment. Here were women from Canada, England, Wales, Spain, Malaysia, Poland, India, and the U.S., all understanding what Alina had been going through and how courageous it was for her to compete and to win in this moment. There have always been conflicts around the world that are directly affecting squash players. We've seen it again and again. The 2003 El Nogal Club bombing in Bogota, that killed 36 people. The horrible decline of Zimbabwean squash under the murderous Mugabe regime. Fighting that has closed squash clubs in Israel or Pakistan. But the Russian invasion has somehow hit home for me. Having seen firsthand less than four years ago the small but vibrant squash community in Ukraine, I felt really shocked by it all. And in the last 10 days, I've been connecting with a number of friends there uh, people with the Ukrainian Squash Federation, and they've been telling me about how they were sleeping in subway stations and talking every hour with friends and family around Ukraine about how loved ones are fleeing west and loved ones are dying. So there are millions of stories that are coming out of Ukraine every day, and here's one of them. I'm here with Alina Bushma, uh, who's from Kiev, and... Um, 
we met uh, four years ago when we were there on the World Squash Federation tour. Um, how have things been going in the last uh, couple of weeks leading up to a week ago? What what was were you in touch with your family every day or? Uh, absolutely. Obviously, uh, there have been uh, even like I think before New Year when the whole situation has risen, like you know, it's been known that like certain military um, you know tanks and like uh, machines were uh, next to the Ukrainian border, and the whole like um, the whole noise I would say would come. And like, oh, yeah, but like it was still you know uh, still was not real as well as because you know the there's a war in Ukraine since 2014. There were military Russian military fighting for and you know. Uh, for um, Eastern part, which is like Donetsk, Lugansk, as well as uh, occupation of Crimea in 2014. So, you know, there was always something going on, and it, obviously there was it was all surreal. It's like okay, now there's something that's going on. You know, they're trying to scare us, whatever. But and then, when was the last time you were home? Actually, I was home uh, uh, in December for, for the holidays. Yes, yes. I and what was what was the atmosphere January. like? in December? Um, I'll tell you, it was, it was great. It was New Year. I had absolutely fun. I love coming back home. Like, uh, I obviously love being here, but there's nothing like home, like your people, like your I know, culture. I always say, like, you know, my friends back home, they're like, oh, so jealous. You live in your ass, like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I don't know. It's just something Something is there that is that, that really, like, wants me to come back home and it's all people and it was so much fun and again everything was normal everything was like I came back here and actually like be, beginning of January which is like literally like a month no no like month and a half before, before every, it all happened every, it all yeah. happened which just seems like did you play squash insane. when you were at home yes everything was open again it was obviously COVID restrictions I think like again like here like you know just a normal life you know where we're handling COVID getting ready for for uh, um, Christmas and yep. year right. like so and New Year's is a big deal yeah like, honestly it's much more uh, we have Christmas actually after uh, New Year because we're Orthodox right. uh, we're um, Orthodox Christian right. we're not Catholic so it was like in New Year it was such a big deal obviously so yeah and then yeah one day after New Year I left and mm-hmm. you know just thinking I'm going to come back in the spring, you know? You, like, well, you were planning to go in for spring break or for in the summer? Yeah, I was going for spring because I was, we were planning to play European national championships, which is now a question, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I was planning on coming back after national, mm-hmm. after European national championships, which was... In May, in, right? In, in, they were like in late April. Late April, yeah. Late April, which was, yeah, and now it's like... Where were they scheduled to be? They were in uh, Netherlands. Okay. So, Holland, yeah. So, and you you were you were on the team. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was on the team, and they were actually contacting me like the week like that week uh, before everything started. Like, oh, so are you in the team? Are you going to be coming? I was like actually resolving the issue with like you know how like the transportation like logistics, and now it's like oh, well, they're like a question about coming playing some squash tournament is not even on the and then like priorities right now. Like it's not a priority anymore. Um, so you, last sort of Wednesday, Thursday, everything was really happening for you. And were you staying up all night? And 
were you on Telegram or Facebook or like how how have you been communicating with your parents and your, is your sister there as well? Uh, no, my sister is in Germany. My sister lives in Germany, so currently there is uh, my, my 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 parents and my grandparents. They're all are in Kiev. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously we've been invited to different places to stay, but it's really hard to move because my grandparents are old, and as well as like my granddad has Parkinson, as well as my grandma she had a stroke, so they all have very trouble moving. So it'd be very hard to transport them as well as like. Right. Anyway, so they all are in Kiev right now, and how did I find out? It was Thursday, and mm-hmm. it was the morning where we uh, were going for um, You were college. driving up to, uh, up to Boston? Boston for a college, uh, for college uh, the nationals. nationals. And honestly, we had a, we had a bus at 10, and it was, uh, it's a long weekend, so I was awake, woke up at 6 uh, to do some homework because I didn't do it during the week. <laughs> Anyway, and then I wake up and I was like, you know, just the morning, I open my phone and I see like missiles firing and I'm like, what? I'm like, is it a joke? Like, is it, is it like, and then just, just insane. Yeah, I just start immediately going every uh, like news channel to see what's mm-hmm. going on. And it's been like, yeah, at 4 a.m. they're starting firing missiles in multiple cities from uh, t- in right. Ukraine, it was not anymore like just uh, Lugansk and Donetsk, and right. it was uh, Kiev, it was uh, Kharkiv, it was a little bit smaller cities like um, Mariupol and all of those, and it's like, what? And I immediately obviously contact my family, and they're like, yeah, we're fine, it just... So where do, your, where, do your, where do your parents, where do you live in Kiev? Like, where, what part of the... City. It's called, uh, I live in Obelon, if that tells you anything. Anyway, it's in the city. It's in the city. Uh, in an there apartment were building? Apartment or? building. It's just how, how big is the apartment building? It's like 16, uh, 16 floors. Okay. You know, just an average, like a, a not... You know, it's really not anywhere is safe in the Kiev, so it's not like there is in the suburbs where it seems like a little bit maybe less attention. No, they're in the city, as well as like my, actually my grandma lives in the more even like... Uh, she lives in the city center, which is even like worse because mm-hmm. uh, recently they've been trying to attack. Uh, like, because recently they're trying to fire and shoot into the like uh, buildings, apartment yeah. buildings, and right. in like other city like Kharkiv, they've been uh, shooting into the center cities, like squares, whatever. So it's like there's no safe space place anymore. And um, as we were talking, what I've been hearing from the Ukrainian Squash Federation is people. There's sort of roadblocks on, on all the streets, and are your parents able to go outside, or like what? How are they? My parents only can go are usually going uh, across the street to the supermarket, and then they go <laughs> across the other street for a, a shelter for the bomb shelter. So every night they've been going. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a curfew there, so yeah. you cannot even like I think it's curfews from 5 p.m. to like. So at 5 p.m. they go. They, no, at 5 p.m. they are not allowed to go yeah. out of anything, and they not allowed to as they to go outside right. as they're like um russian like i know i can't see spies but they're like russian people who are like changed into the citizens and trying to cause panic and do like bad stuff on the streets like um yeah so so they go into the um, bomb shelter yeah which and is, spend the night there uh whenever they hear air sirens that's yeah. when they go as we also have a cat and <laughs> we have to get the cat which is my, yeah, my, my cat got used to now that he's going back and forth <laughs> in his little carriage. Yeah, I mean, uh, this he's, uh, my, my, my cat is at least happy because he's now, my parents are always home. Right. So he's like, 
But yeah, that's that's. What's the name of the cat? <laughs> Bonya. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, that's um, that's it. I mean, they're obviously. I mean, I always ask about like how's about the food, and it says yeah, the food is kind of fine. It just shortages and like bread and like. There are long lines at at the supermarket or. Like usually, yeah. I mean, they're just shortages certain products, like especially yeah. bread. The one that needs to be like baked, like and the only uh, so usually that's what goes f- like yeah. first fast and like um, I don't know like some meats. I think too they said, but yeah. honestly, uh, out of social media, obviously I'm not. There. There, I can't say, but what yeah. I've heard and from my friends as well that I think I've never saw being people being so united and such a, you know, there's no, there's nothing like yours and mine. It's all for like it's right. just for us, for us to, you know, because you know, right now they're thinking only about protecting the literally the land that they the live country. in, the country, yeah. and I think there are people day and night when, as I saw, whenever. Again, the, under the attacks, the people, the volunteers are packing up stuff, uh, packing up food to transport it to the military, the the protectors who protect the, the right. cities. Again, when cause certain uh, certain like attacks, they um, destroy like I don't know, for example, electricity is like those stuff. There are people who come and they're again shootings and and fix that so people have still electricity. People have so your parents still have still have electricity. Yes, they still have everything is fine. Are you communicating? Like, how do you do? You talk to them on the phone or do you uh, WhatsApp uh, or uh, tell? uh, Like, how are you keeping in touch? I mean, I I text them on Facebook uh, and message or call them, just asking like how, like what. But I was so surprised. I feel they feel so positive, and I feel like in terms of like, it is true. Like the truth is behind us. That's what I'm gonna say. And there are a lot of countries that are behind Ukraine. So I just know that we will win no matter what. It's just gonna be. How did you perform time. last weekend? Like uh, you, your country is just engulfed in this incredible, horrible event, and and you have the you know the team championships like so how did you perform that weekend it was especially on sunday insane it was insane because i think the first day was so overwhelming in terms of like oh my god what's going on because it was also like the first days are the worst because it's like again people don't know what to do it's like they've never been in the war situation so like and again there are people like my friends who are my age who are not even like you know very I don't know, have enough money in their bank accounts to, for example, like, you know, pay to for a flight, you know, like, organize a absolutely different life outside their normal. That's what I'm saying. Like, anyway, so that was, like, overwhelming a little bit. And um, I think the first day I played on Friday was, like, very hard to literally keep myself together. Yeah, keep myself together. I'm like, how do I not, how do I not think? How do I think about only squash? How do I, like, put myself together? And honestly, I have no answer to that question. How did I do that? Especially like our, I played against Princeton. I I won three one, but it was very hard. I obviously was also thinking like, yes, I know there's situation, but also in Ukraine back at home. But I also have it to my team who are like support myself, and I know that right now I can't in terms of like. Obviously, I can support in terms of like donations, but I can't be there in present Ukraine right now. I'm playing squash and. I guess I have to give it all what I have and think about also my team as we came here. We worked so hard for it, especially for this event. I was believing in my team so much and it was like, just, uh, you know, just give it all. And on Friday it was, I think, very hard. And then I think on Saturday when we played against Trinity, it was for all and I was on last. And 
uh, I don't know. I was all this thing. I I was like. Before even going on court, I I was first cheering for all my teammates, and it was insane because again it was all very tight, it was all very close. Uh, there was a lot of like situations where like oh my god, so so I was already like losing, <laughs> losing when it was I was only cheering, and I was like I I remember I was talking even to my Margot, my team. I was like I don't know how I'm gonna play right now. Like I'm already like almost fainting because of the whole emotions, and yeah. it's it's so intense right now. And then um, I tried not to go on news for whatever. Like, okay, you know, the news is not gonna go anywhere. You will yeah. look at it later. And then I saw it was for all, and I was like, you know, like for now, just think about think about what's going on right now. And just like, where are you? You're playing up to play squash. Like, I just tried to get into that zone where mm. it's only like me and myself and the ball, like something like that. And just I don't know, groove it and just think about you know it's. You know, I have to give for my team as well and, you know, just play it. And I don't know how, but I, I did it. Well, you were down uh, to love, right? I was down to love. And, uh, you know, sometimes those thoughts come up. It's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's to love. You're like, it is what it is. You know, it's like, I uh, like, it's okay. You're fighting. But, you know, I remember my, my coach was like, you know, just take what, what you deserve. And I'm like, you're so right. Like, I have to take what I deserve. I've been, again, working so hard and, like, just to have to find again those corners that they all say and just like keep pushing keep fighting for every ball and then again it looks like i've honestly honestly been in the real fight because that's how that's how it felt and yeah it was the emotions were insane like i wanted to cry and laugh and have fun at the same time and mm. and honestly i even after having all of this joy in myself, I understood like you know I can't I don't want to really share it on like social medias because like yeah. like I'm having fun here like winning some squash match when my friends have to think about how to survive. get food and how to survive and I'm like it's it's but at least honestly for my parents my parents are so happy and I was like and they're sending me pictures of drinking champagne I'm like. I know it's hard right now, but at least it's some joy. I give some joy, some entertainment for them. You know, they have something to watch and be happy for. So I was glad for for, for that. And what happened Sunday? Uh, honestly, Sunday, uh, uh, I played against Marina, great yeah. player, obviously. Uh, very skillful. Uh, again, I was also, like, super mentally drained, but... Right. Uh, but you know what? I... Uh, I tried my best again. I was going on the court with with the thought like you know it's the last it's the last match of the season. It's the last. This is it. I and I would just give I would just give whatever I, whatever I can, whatever I go. And you know, yeah, she was better that day. And again, well played, absolutely good squash. Mm. So I mean, I did what I can. That's what I'm gonna say. And and honestly, I'm still sore after <laughs> the whole weekend. I was literally complaining to everyone there, like, oh my god, my glutes. <laughs> but honestly, excited for tomorrow, excited for individuals. Right. And obviously, I'm hoping everything's gonna end very soon. And, and it's crazy how it's still going on. It's been a week, it's been a week. And it's very hard to say that how you can used to the, get used to those things. Right. Yeah. And there's a woman on the Trinity team from uh, Ukraine as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nadia, we actually live in the same building, but as I know her. You parents, guys live in the same yeah, building? Yeah, we actually live in the same apartment building, which just was absolutely, it was it was by accident. It was not like planned. We just live in the same building. 
But yeah, I know uh, I asked about her family, obviously, and uh, they are outside. They're in suburbs. Mm -hmm. They're not in Kiev. They're in the suburbs of Kiev, which is... Maybe safer. Maybe, maybe safer, maybe not. You never know. Honestly, right now, you never know because you never know from which side the the military is going to come, the soldier is going to come, like from which side to enter Kiev. So. What do you think is happening with squash in the Ukraine, in, in Ukraine with, with all this, like... Do you think it'll recover? Like, I mean, this is like this traumatic moment for the squash community to 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 have you know their cities closing down and, and everything stopped, right? I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's very hard to think about you know a future of squash right now when people are thinking a future of, of themselves. You right. know, trying to survive. You know, trying to survive. Think about their lives. How thinking about like what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, also, as well as like. We don't know what, uh, as far as I know, not, not none of the squash facilities were uh, damaged because, like, I saw a bit of the pictures where, like, a basketball court was absolutely, like, destroyed was, uh, after under the missile attack. Right. And uh, obviously, I hope so. I mean, there was a national uh, championships, Ukrainian national championships, literally a week before. Uh, again, for because we needed to figure out the players for the to go to European national championships and... It was all getting ready for that, and now, like... Was that held in Kiev? Yeah, it was yeah. held in Kiev, and yeah. again... Everybody like, played. Everybody were, played, everyone was... That was held the weekend before this Yeah, happened. like, it just the weekend before, and, you know, I think people had no expectations about, like, how the lives will absolutely change, like, and... Uh, and also, as well as, like, oh, I see pictures on Instagram, oh, your last picture before the war started, and I'm like, why, like, is this what should happen in 2022? Anyway, I cannot say any anything about Ukrainian squash, again, because mm -hmm. we first, I think there are other priorities that people have to figure out in terms of, like, their careers, in terms of their living, in terms of, like, how, how people are going to live up through the war, and... I guess the, I mean obviously I hope it's gonna be it's all gonna be great and but again who knows, you can't, who knows? it's you, people don't know what's gonna be in ten minutes <laughs> you know I mean it must be for you every day there's new information there's new things that have happened and and people leaving fleeing and buses and trains and. I mean, every, you know, right? It's just constantly... Yeah, there's more than 100,000 people left to Ukraine already by as refugees into Europe, as well as there, but um, they're trying to evacuate, like, people from certain occupied uh, territories, as well as, like, even Kiev. From Kiev, there is a schedule of uh, mm. trains that are, just, like, absolutely circulating, like, to transport people from Kiev to... Uh, more western Leaf, part, yeah. yeah, Lviv. So it's far I mean, from Russia. This is like, yeah, uh, it's insane, and it's great. Like again, the cooperation is amazing. Mm. I um, I heard that like my friends tried to call to volunteer to ask how they can help, and they started like volunteers started like almost yelling that no, 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 we are here to help. Like so, it's like everyone honestly wants to help, and. Uh, just again and saying they're like free of the trains as i know that they are free like there is the food is i know that some of the food are like just standing outside and they're like yeah. just you know the banner saying like you know take as, as much as you need for free if you don't have money we don't need money and yeah it's just it's, it's i mean amid all the horror and people dying and and it's like this incredible um positivity uh you know people are 
not giving up. Absolutely, and I think it's that's the main difference between um, as well because you know. Um, I understand Russian as I speak Russian and most of the people who speak Russian in Ukraine as well. A lot of people have friends in Russia as well as I and there's a clear difference in mindsets is what people have and it's just insane and that's what that's why like we're so positive and so confident in terms of the, the victory that's going to happen because people just know again the truth behind them they know they believe they trust in their people they know that you know no one is happy to see uh, anyone coming and occupying their land and it's insane also how how singers like popular singers popular like are taking guns and going out and say like and then they're asking questions like why what make you what, what is the choice why did you come and you know decide to protect what take a gun and they're like what do you mean why we're here to protect our land like what do you mean why there's just only one no reason. choice. No, there's no choice, and what and it's just yeah, it just and people are again extremely united and extremely confident in themselves and how they're gonna gonna you know deal with that and because again, this no is what one, your classmates are doing as well, like your high school classmates. Absolutely, are. yeah, absolutely. I know my my friend who used to be like my um, in my class in my great year. They she got married on the first day of war. She uh, got married yeah, she this got married, last weekend. Like last weekend and uh, and and then they went with her husband, they went into the protect like a city protection. There are like different groups. There's like obviously Territorial like Territorial yeah. production, yeah. And you know, now she's posting pictures with guns as well as like a lot of uh, That's her honeymoon. Yeah, that's her honeymoon and it's like uh I don't know like what else to say. And they're again kids are born in undergrounds, they're there, you know, people getting married in the underground. Like, I, I just, I think this is insane. This is, and I, I just believe that only, honestly, it's just gonna make our country more strong, like stronger. And I would like absolutely, I can say like, I'm so proud to be Ukrainian. Outside the Glass would like to thank our producer Grant Irving and all our loyal listeners who have reviewed and rated the podcast, shared their enthusiasm for it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and more importantly, have spread the word by talking about Outside the Glass with their squash friends. And may all your nicks roll.